Hello and welcome to the Level Up Podcast. I'm your co-host, Cruz Costilla. As John Maxwell says, everything rises and falls on leadership. I will be interviewing CEOs, executive team members, and other leaders that are respected in the marketplace so that you can learn from their real-life experiences. Our goal is to help you level up and, more importantly, raise your leadership lid with practical action items that will help you make an even greater impact on the people you lead and the organizations you steward. If you're looking to level up your influence, then this is the podcast for you. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Cool, cool. Thanks, Elliot, for coming out here and um, being a part of our, you know, our show, uh, Level Up Leadership Podcast. Um, my name is Cruz Costilla. I'm the co-host of this podcast. And um, we have here Elliot Garza, who is the owner and sales director of Media Digital Source. Uh, thank you again, Elliot, for uh, coming on our show. Um, uh, no worries. Thank you so much for having me. This is, uh, I appreciate the opportunity. You know, when we get started, I just want to kind of ask you the first question of just, you know, I want to get, I guess you can maybe tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of when you first started, you know, becoming like a leader in your life. <laughs> well, you know, when, uh, to be a leader, you got to be led. So as far as um, my life story, I've just surrounded myself with some really strong individuals who are, um, you know, I would say business owners, leaders, upper management as well, To uh, and rightfully so. You want to be around people who are going to uh, educate you. You don't want to be the smartest person in your group. <laughs> you don't want to be the most successful person in your group neither, because it will limit your, your growth, so to speak. Wow. So surrounding yourself around good people is very important. But um, I was born and raised in a small town called Alice, Texas, uh, which is uh, two hours south of San Antonio about 40 minutes from Corpus Christi area. And I moved wow. up here when I was uh, 18 years old. I'm 47, so 19 years ago. Wow. And uh, awesome. time has flown by. Uh, I still feel like I'm in my 20s. <laughs> Dude, that's, uh, yeah, I can relate, man. That's cool. That's awesome. Wow. That's cool, man. Um, and what would you say is the, the best thing about leading... Because I know that you are, you're the owner of Media Digital Source and you have a Correct. team of people, you know, what, what's the best thing for you to be able to lead your team? Well, you know, as far as leadership is concerned, you have to be able to uh, be adjustable, willing to pivot. Um, mind you, I've been, in, I've been an entrepreneur or business owner for 15 years and I've had to uh, evolve with the industry itself. You know, I started off in print magazine publications and I had two magazines which one was more of the medical uh, which was MD monthly and the other one was inside magazine which was a business entrepreneurship magazine Wow! <laughs> and then the digital world comes in and social media comes in and everything else so you know after 11 years of publishing that magazine you I, you ha I had to make a pivot uh, into the wow. digital aspect hence how media media digital source uh, came into play but it's a long story short. Maybe the thing is, is that transition is tough. Uh, scalability is tough. And not only the evolution of changing industries. Um, when I started my publication back in 2006, I was 31 years old. Mind you, wow. all my employees were about the same age. Mm -hmm. Now I'm 47 years old and all my employees stayed the same age. Make sense? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So there's wow. a different culture. There's a different culture. There's a different generation. There's a different way of speaking. There's a different way of communicating. Uh, 
to where like, I don't believe in problems. I believe in challenges. There's, there's challenges, but you have to evolve in understanding how they're going to receive how your, how your leadership is going to be. Uh, wow. Most people want to lead by being heard, but I think it's very important to understand how you're being received and everything that you're saying. As of right now, I'm concentrating exactly how to articulate everything I'm telling you and anybody else who listens to where I'm not over their head or uh, I don't dumb it down too much, whatever the case is. Um, Because again, I'm 47, man. I'm Generation X. I come from the analog world, right? We use a phone stuck to a wall. So uh, you have to be a student of the game when it comes to entrepreneurship and leadership. You you, you'll stunt your growth if you think you're an expert. Yeah, absolutely. I, I uh, totally agree with you on that, man. Uh, you can never, uh, the, the saying goes is, you know, once you stop growing, you're dying, right? Yeah, true. Um, so totally relate with you there, man. That's, uh, wow. And uh, it's definitely so amazing, right? How, you know, definitely businesses has changed, right? The way that mm-hmm. people buy nowadays is totally different than it was even like 10 years ago, right? True. And then you have, you know, these, you know, big corporations that, you know, they've been so successful all these years mm-hmm. and either they chose to, you know, you know, move on with, with the way that businesses run, or they try and stick to their ways and stick to their ways. I mean, you know, you, you know, these big companies, they've shut down and, you know, it's like, wow. Yeah, they shut but down. Mm-hmm. You, you also have older companies too, that like, now they're like even more successful, right? Cause they've, they've learned the game. Right. And they're, um, you know, they, they understand, right. About, about, you know, the way that people buy. Right. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of our followers, um, that, you know, or that follow us. And of course, you know, we're in the business of, you know, hiring and, and, uh, you know, recruiting, you know, job seekers. So a lot of our followers are job seekers. Uh, what's the best advice you could give to, uh, somebody who is a job seeker, um, that's looking to lead their own team, right. Who maybe is, mm-hmm you know, maybe they've been established for, you know, quite some time on their own, but they're looking to become, you know, in a management role, you know, what, what would be your best advice for somebody like that? In the best advice is being open to uh, learning from the younger generation, not only your superiors, not only your seniors, but, you know, some of my best education are people that are 10 years younger than me, you know, and taking their point of view as them being the, the, the newer age generation, uh, another advice is making sure that your communication, c- communication skills are intact. And I say that because, because of technology and text messaging and chat rooms and social media, we seem to have lost a lot of the art of communication. Therefore, the ones yeah. who know how to communicate best are going to naturally be heard to follow. And you have to be follow, you have to be followed to be a leader, correct? Uh, sure. There's a lot of I want to be an influencer and have people follow me online. But if you're not communicating anything in the real world, how do you uh, monetize your scalability within the office to become a department head manager or even a business owner? So I, communication, as cliche as it sounds, I think it's always going to be the best asset, the best value for anybody to know how to articulate. Secondly, um, em- emotional intelligence. What do I mean by that? Uh, and I, it took me a while to understand what emotional intelligence was, how to manage your emotions and receive it, articulate it, and respond opposed to react. Uh, we live wow. in a world of instant gratification. 
with instant gratification, we could become we could become naturally very impatient. And with impatience mm-hmm. comes the the mannerisms, the attitude, and everything else. So we need to increase the emotional intelligence by practicing with other people where they're with me. Sometimes it's my eight-year-old daughter, or sometimes it's a 21-year-old straight out of college, or you know, it's just making sure that that evolution of managing your emotions. And again, it goes back to how do you articulate stuff so people can receive it correctly? Uh, because we're in a day, day and age of a very sensitive world right now. And people yeah. are, are, uh, can be very misunderstanding through technology. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not interested in sending every emoji out there with my text message so they can understand how I feel. <laughs> I would rather communicate it in front of everybody and said, this is exactly my tone of voice. I understand where you're coming from and to make this work, you know? So um, as far as leadership is concerned, anybody who's wanting to get into upper management or entrepreneurship, emotional intelligence, making sure that your communication skills there, being patient with yourself. And um, you know what? Consistency, man. I've been doing this for 15 years. Um, Everywhere I go in San Antonio, people, if they don't know my name, they know know that I'm the marketing advertising guy, you know? yeah, but but consistency takes time, right? And time mm-hmm. takes patience. You know, I think entrepreneurship is overglorified throughout social media and the internet, not realizing you're not going to accomplish that in two years. You're mm-hmm. you're going to have to build a sweat equity relationships, the grind, and everything else in order to earn that right of somebody investing in you or your services. So entrepreneurship is tough, man. It's not easy. And it's not, it's not for the, the kind hearted sometimes as well, neither, because you have to make really tough decisions. And um, I wouldn't change it for the world because once it comes to fruition and you're, you're making a little bit of money, it's like, wow, this is really cool. You know, it's, it's like, wow, I did this. I did it. It's happening. Yeah. And what's interesting about, you know, what you're telling me is, and that's kind of, I guess my next question too is, you know, what is the greatest challenge that you faced when your team, you know, started growing, right? And, and how did you overcome that? You know, because obviously as an entrepreneur, business owner, you start off by yourself, but once you start having your own employees, it's a whole nother game. True. Right? So yeah. would you kind of share kind of like, what was your greatest challenge and maybe how you over, overcame that? And I think, well, thank you for asking this question, because I think most entrepreneurs or business owners will probably agree when I when I talk to other business owners in different industries, not always my industry, one, there's a common theme of their, their biggest struggle is staff and employment, HR. Um, you know, I, I'm someone who graduated from high school and I didn't go to college. I have no, uh, I have no higher education as far as uh, any university, what have you. Uh, most of my education came, came from my surrounding and making sure that I'm, I'm around the experts or people who know a lot more than I do. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, I continue asking questions. Even at 47, I'm always asking questions. Who, what, when, where, how do I do it? Teach me. Do I need to pay you for it? How consult me? Whatever the case <laughs> is, right? Yeah. You know, but I, I, I know my strengths, uh, which is communication, sales, presentations, business development. And for the longest time, I was thinking that I can run operations. And operation is the HR side. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the, uh, uh scalability side growing through thresholds and it took me a while to realize that I actually suck at that man and that's not my forte you know 
And my, my ego told me that I could do it. But in reality, I wasn't experienced in that department. So um, I eventually replaced myself within the company as a CEO and had hired somebody else to run operations wow. who, is, who went to college for that, who worked for Fortune 500 companies and, and everything else. And I was able and fortunate enough to, to uh, hire her and she runs the business. And I'm thinking, man, I should have done this 10 years ago, Dang. you know, wow. you know, because there, I'm, not, I'm probably not the only business owner slash business developer, salesperson out there. I'm, there's tons of us, but having to replace yourself and delegate is really tough because it involves trust at the same time. Oh, yeah. You know, at the same time, you have to let go and letting go has a lot of ego to that to say, hey, I don't want that position anymore. But I had to realize in a lot of situations, uh, and I don't want to use the word life, life work balance, but I have a daughter and I found myself being very aggravated sometimes in her presence. I'm like, this is not cool. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. So therefore, I, not that what I do is easy. I'm still busy as hell. But I love being the, this type of busy, opposed to yeah. the HR busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, wow. so uh, that's that's probably the biggest challenge is going to be the the HR staffing side, employee side, finding the right fit. You know, and then the scalability, growing through thresholds. It's never ending, to be honest with you. You know, you're hiring people there in their twenties with a whole different age group of uh, mannerisms and communication. And, uh, you know, they may be turnover and then have to retrain again and hire somebody. You know, I do believe in the, the 90 day rule of being employed because it's the irony is that after somebody's employed for 90 days, you really see who they are. You know, yeah, I don't care yeah, how well true. the resume looks. I don't care. I don't care how well they, they interview something about that 90 day threshold. It's like, Oh, okay. What changed? Um, so you have to rake through all the, the, uh, the ones who fall short and the ones who are leaders and what have you. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad you shared that because it really shows, you know, um, your ability to, you know, really stay true to yourself. And I, I really feel like, you know, you know, entrepreneurs and business owners, you got to really understand, like, mm -hmm. like we're, you know, we can't do it all. Right. No, like there's that. Like we, there's no purpose for everybody, right? And you know we're all we're all not made to be janitors, and we're all not made to be CEOs, right? So um, we have to understand our strengths and weaknesses, and um, that's awesome that you shared that because it really shows, you know, your uh, maturity, right? To um, you know being an entrepreneur and realizing that hey, you know, if I want to get to the next level, I need to be able to let this go, right? Yeah. Um, and even like in life, I feel like too, like you know, sometimes. And this is like not even speaking, uh, you know, being a CEO or entrepreneur. Uh, I feel like, you know, in life, sometimes like we have to realize like, man, this is like, we have to let this go. That's something that's holding us back, right? Like, um, so that's really cool. Um, my, my next question is, and is who, who's your biggest influence in your life? Uh, it could be either now or maybe somebody in the past. Oh, you know, my father passed away two years ago. He was married to my mom for 60 years oh, i'm the youngest of six children five boys and one girl and um i'm i think of my dad often because there's a lot of things that i do wow. that my dad did 
you know my dad was a wow. salesman wow uh, he didn't train me how to be a salesman he didn't teach me how to be a salesman but he got me involved and brought me around his surroundings so maybe through osmosis i picked up how to shake a hand maybe through that environment i knew how to smile to somebody and say hello um so because he gave me that special attention and brought me into his environment it uh it planted all the seeds i needed to and the tools i needed to to be where i'm at right now um i mean that's business right and then also personal i mean being married for 60 years that's inspiring man you don't hear that much you know personally yeah. uh he he was a, a god-fearing man faith-driven you know i don't think i could ever fill his shoes but i am trying my best yeah man that's awesome thanks for sharing that that's, yeah, man. that's uh that's a blessing for sure yeah um you're I guess the, the last question I have is um, how has media digital source impacted you as a leader? Um, and, you know, just kind of, you know, from the beginning to up until now, like what is, how has it impacted you now uh, since you've been doing this for a long time? You know, media digital source has been a great platform to transition to. It's um, digital is, not going anywhere it's a platform that's going to evolve uh i still i feel strongly about it because when you come from traditional media prior to print i was in television and i was in radio traditional wow. media is radio television print and billboard which all traditional media they, they still there's still value in it but when you have digital marketing it's all of them encompassing in one you know, there's audio, there's video, there's, there's transcripts, there's content, there's everything that there's, there's displays, and there's everything you can do on digital to where I feel confident enough to where digital is a platform that's going to be around for a long time. Um, at the same time, digital was digital put me out of business. And I mean, wow. you know, at 42 wow. years old, I was like, how am I going to learn this product that most 25 year olds know at my age? you know, five years ago. And I really had to um, re-educate myself. I said, okay, I know my strengths is not analytics. I know my strengths is not being behind a computer and doing design and pushing out ads. So what I did was I went to conferences. I watched podcasts. I watched a lot of YouTube wow. on what, the, what digital marketing is. I figured, I figured if I learned the product knowledge enough and grow through the evolution of digital on what's up to date that I can present it and hire people a lot smarter than me to do the procurement, you know? So that solution really, really worked. We're about 20, 21 employees. Uh, we generate a couple million dollars a year as a small business. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the next couple of years. I mean, even with the pandemic and everything else, we're working smarter. It's actually helped us, not hurt us. Uh, at the same time, with the blessings come the responsibility, man. I mean, digital is so transparent that it's 100% trackable, right? So therefore, mm -hmm. our clients are more keen to understand what's working and what isn't working. Yeah. Opposed to traditional media, when I sold print, like here's your full page ad for the next 30 days. They were excited about it and that was it. Yeah. You know? 
<laughs> oh, yeah. even though even though I've alleviated the print costs, which was a lot of my overhead back then, we have the emotional, the customer service management side because there's more of a communication throughout the month when it comes to it. So, I mean, you you got to love what you're doing. It, you cannot go into it thinking financially, I want to meet this goal and that's it. Yet. It, it takes time, you know, uh, and I, I can truly appreciate my 22 years of marketing and advertising, my 15 years on my own, that the, my, my most important asset and my biggest worth is my sweat equity of relationships. Every, every oh, yeah. client that, that transitioned from print and said, we'll give you a shot in digital because we want to support you. That was huge for me. That was yeah. huge. You know, because wow. not everybody does that. Nobody, they'll, they'll go on to some, but there's tons of me out there, you know? Sure, sure. But that's what equity of relationships, and I can attest that back to my father and how to shake a hand and smile and say hello, that that's really, uh, it's come to fruition. That's why I like this. I like what you're sharing because it reminds me of that saying that goes, your, your, uh, your net worth is your network, right? Yeah. Or is it backwards? your network is your net worth right yeah um and and also too you know you know people buy because they like you as a person right people always yeah. people normally don't buy you know products and services because they like the product or service most of the times it's because you know there's somebody that has you know really influenced them um and you've been that um you've been that for years and people trust you so they're gonna they're gonna do whatever whatever you're going to do. Hey, I want, I want what Elliot's got, right? Like, you know, um, so that just shows your, your, your character and of who you are and, and, uh, just the type of leader that you are. So, um, thank you. Definitely, definitely awesome. Uh, any last words you have, Elliot? We just have a couple more minutes. Uh, anything you want to share? You know, um, I think people in this day and age, what's most importantly outside of business and even they can look at it a business or personal, whatever the case is. We just need to be patient with each other every day. Every day I'm, I'm working on myself. You know, I think uh, there's a trilogy, which is mind, body, and health, you know, mentally and physically and health wise, mind, body, and spirit, I should say, uh, faith. I think there's a true balance that needs to be happening. And I think that balance is going to bring the enjoyment that you want in life. Uh, I don't believe in the pursuit of happiness. I believe happiness is a choice. Uh, you can yeah. choose to be happy. You can just choose to be happy. And That's that right. goes back to that goes back to emotional intelligence, understanding where, where you're at right now, the air you're breathing. And um, it's real, man, what's going on in the world and how we adjust and how we manage ourselves can be very important and contribute to the happiness that we have. And everybody else around us will be happy as well, too. So it's not always about business, man. It's, you know, we, we got to live for the moment right now. That's right. Man, that's awesome. I have definitely, uh, I'm going to record, obviously I'm recording this video, but I'm going to listen to this recording over and over and write a ton of notes because you've shared so many Thanks. nuggets. Um, we definitely got to, you know, get some lunch sometime, man. It'd be cool oh, to be able to pick your brain, man. It'd be cool. I love it. Man. I, well, I appreciate you, Elliot. Um, this is the end of our show. I, I don't, I normally don't like to go beyond, you know, 25 minutes. Um, oh, so we're right at that mark, man. So um, appreciate you, Elliot, and definitely keep in touch. And uh, as soon as 
Um, I'm done editing, editing this video. I will, you know, of course, post it on our YouTube. Uh, I can't wait to, yeah, um, I can't. I'll share it out that, there too, so. man. Let's yeah, get it. Cool. Let's, let's make it happen, brother. Thank you so that'd much. Be cool. All right, Thanks, man. Bruce. Appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye. Take care, bud. Bye-bye.